I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Today's episode is brought to you by Hydro Jug. If you've been listening for a while, then you know that I have been having a water bottle saga. I had a water bottle that didn't quite work out for me, that I thought I loved. It got weird. And then I tried to buy another one with a straw and it just didn't work. It's just been like a whole thing. And thanks to Hydro Jug, my worries might be over. And did you know that 75% of Americans are dehydrated? Like water is crucial to your health. Every cell and tissue inside your body obviously requires water to function and not just any amount of water, but a gallon a day can really make a huge impact on your overall health. When I started drinking a gallon a day, I felt like I had more energy. I felt more rested. I felt more joyful because I had like full hydration going on. The Hydro Jug holds half a gallon of water, plus it's leak proof, which is really important. There's a leak proof seal, a wide mouth opening, and a carry loop and an integrated handle. And I went ahead and got the straw for mine as well because I've gotten really into the straw thing and it works beautifully. Not only is it dishwasher safe, but it's also shatterproof. The Hydro Jug seal insulates your contents Plus the sleeve has two pockets, one for your phone and the other for smaller accessories, such as your keys or your AirPods. Every day, roughly 60 million plastic water bottles are thrown away. By choosing Hydro Jug each day, you are becoming part of the movement to stop the waste, which you know we love. You are making a difference. Just one person switching to a reusable water bottle saves approximately 217 plastic water bottles from going into a landfill a year per person. That's 38 billion water bottles in U.S. landfills per year. We can offer you 10% off with the code Enneagram, all caps. Head to thehydrojug.com to customize your jug and use my code Enneagram for 10% off your purchase. And we'll link that in the show notes for you as well. Thank you, Hydrojug, for supporting today's podcast. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing the stress and rest lines for Enneagram type five. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose is dried florals. I think it's just like the vibe of the season and I'm here for it. My thorn is this morning I put on makeup. I'm doing like a speaking engagement this afternoon and filming a couple of YouTube videos and I put on some makeup and my kiddo goes, do you put on makeup? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was like, why? You don't want to look like yourself today? <laughs> and so I, you know, tried to explain like being on camera, it's sometimes helpful, but honestly, like I don't even really buy into that answer. I don't really buy into like the fact that women are supposed to paint their faces in order to look professional. But like I had to explain it to my nine-year-old and like a sleepy stupor. It was like a whole thing. My bud is if I get all of my work done in a reasonable amount of time this morning, then I'm going to take a coffee break at the new coffee shop that just opened up in my little office neighborhood and I'm really looking forward to it. Now let's dive into today's episode. Okay, hello type fives and those who care about them. Let's talk about the lines of the Enneagram when it comes to you specifically. As a reminder, there are two lines moving to and from your number on the Enneagram symbol. 
one line moves to where you go in stress. So for type five, that's seven. And one moves to where you go in rest. For type five, that is eight. Now let's talk about what that looks like in detail. So for every type, the initial sign that we are stressed out is actually that we tighten our grip using our primary type structure, meaning type fives become increasingly type five in nature, using their defense mechanisms as intensely as possible. So for investigators, this looks like furthering into withdrawal and isolation. If this strategy isn't sufficient or likely even when the strategy adds to their stress, type fives adopt a socially acceptable mask in order to reach out to others, which resembles a type seven, the enthusiast. The type five never really turns into a type seven. They only exhibit type seven behaviors through the five lens. This space is often uncomfortable for type fives. There's not enough time to think before making decisions. It can feel exhausting to fill their time this much but it can mask the inner tension of the five. So what I mean by this is that this like inner tension that the five feels can be hidden in these more sociable, outgoing, optimistic behaviors of a typical type seven, but that's also very exhausting. Type sevens tend to fill their time really intensely with lots of social commitments, lots of things to do, and that's not a really a happy place for our type fives. Now, being seen as open and friendly can actually even add to the type five sense of isolation, feeling as though people aren't looking below the surface, seeing the depth of who they are. They feel like, wow, the world is really shallow and they can lose a lot of like hope. There's also at this point, the sense that there are too many choices and just too much to do. And it's very overwhelming. Fives moving to type seven. There's also like nervous energy that can show up and an inability to think clearly or to relax. The five may feel spread too thin. They will spend their time and attention looking for a quick fix to buy time and resources. They may impulsively throw themselves into activities, bouncing from idea to idea, activity to activity. Now, there is a high side to this move. This move to seven can be where the five finds a way to truly enjoy the flow of events rather than closing up when a surprise occurs. It can help the type five to engage more fully with others without having to hide themselves. It can also allow them to open up more socially. And from here, they can tap into idealism, optimism, and belief in possibility. Now, when type fives feel at ease, safe, rested, they move to type eight. Now, this often shows up at home more quickly and more readily because fives are territorial. So they may have a strong desire for control in their home space. They also could want control in their work routine as well. It's like their defense of hiding isn't needed, so they're able to take charge and really assert their preferences. Also, this five move to eight is a really is kind of where embodiment happens. They're able to tap into the sensations of their body, more deeply experience pleasure and connection to physical sensations. This is a really great tool because it can enable their ability to feel full, confident, and capable. It allows them to engage with the world more in an active and fearless manner and help them to find the balance between withdrawal and actually putting themselves out into the world. So kind of retreating, getting all of their ideas, all of their thoughts, and then actually taking action on those things and putting those ideas out there, which allows them to really impact the world to make a true difference. Now, the low side of this move is that the territorial side of five moves into tyranny, needing control over the house or their routine to the point of not hearing the experiences of others. 
This can also be the space where the five finds other ways to push people away or to build boundaries and walls. And it just looks more assertive in nature, right? Eights and fives both tend to have pretty strong boundaries, pretty strong walls, hide their vulnerability, but eights do it in a more assertive and aggressive way, whereas fives do it through pulling back and kind of hiding. And so it's kind of like the more assertive version of that behavior anyway. And then also for our fives, tapping into the body at first can feel anxiety inducing. The mind has been a safe, cozy place to hide while the body is unknown and unpredictable. So just keep that in mind as well. Now let's break down how to use this or how I recommend we use this. When stressed out, type fives may find themselves in the lower side of type seven. This can look like busying themselves with projects and activities. They may become increasingly scattered as they attempt to find a specific skill or area to master and spread their focus too thin, increasing the agitation of discovering a niche. When you start to notice this come up in you, you have the tools you need to care for yourself. Using the high side of type eight, you can take intentional action toward your goals and focus on prioritizing your energy. You learn to listen to your body and get in touch with what it is telling you. This move also allows you to use all of your knowledge to tackle day-to-day real-life problems. In the same way that you can use the preparation and team-building elements of type eight to relieve stress, it can also be a place you go to by accident. And this can look like being overly self-protective, defensive, and detaching from vulnerability. And this is where it's helpful to bring in the high side of type seven, allowing yourself to see the good in a given situation or moment, intentionally seeking awareness for the magic of every day and every relationship you are invested in. It can also be a helpful tool for putting yourself out there when you feel guarded. Allow yourself to be seen and heard. All right, friends, I hope this was helpful in your understanding of self and others today. If you enjoyed today's episode and you have just a moment to leave a rating and review in iTunes, it would mean the absolute world to me. And as always, it's such a joy to create this content for you. I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode. Mm -hmm.